Sip, Create, Repeat, a podcast providing marketing strategies you can consume over a cup of coffee. Welcome back to another episode. Today is kind of an exciting one. We're, we are going to talk reviewing 2020. Uh, what a whirlwind of a year this has been. Uh, it's, it's certainly changed business. It's changed marketing. It's changed a lot of things. Uh, you know, this episode is releasing, it's December 9th. Uh, hopefully everyone is beginning to kind of see light at the end of the tunnel and starting to look forward uh, to the turning of another calendar year into 2021. And let's hope for a lot better of a year there. So Pat, why don't we talk a little bit about reviewing uh, 2020, the year that was, uh, the year that none of us will ever forget. Uh, and let's talk about a little bit of the efforts uh, that we saw there. I think obviously the biggest one off the rip is you saw just about any and every company looking to move to digital. You know, what is their, how, what is their digital commerce plan? You know, even these traditional stores that were really only brick and mortar and had no e-commerce, you know, footprint whatsoever. I think you saw them even try to utilize whatever they could to, to have some sort of digital commerce platform way to reach out to their um, consumers and like sell their goods, services, products, whatever it might be uh, digitally. So I think that is a, a huge trend that we saw because everyone was kind of forced to do that. And I think it's going to continue to keep evolving that way. Yeah. And I think you even saw places as little as just like a restaurant having a quick place where people could buy gift cards. Right. And it's just like a little, little bit of an effort that, probably didn't take an extreme amount of work for them to get up, but they were able to do that and offer that. So if you had those small businesses, those little restaurants, those coffee shops that were really struggling right at the, the peak of the shutdowns, uh, you were able to support them there as well. Uh, number two, we want to talk omnichannel marketing efforts. So <laughs> uh, this year in particular, Facebook's band hammer got a little bit aggressive. Uh, I think that may have to do a lot with, with, Pat, the point that you made before where people were just trying to all of a sudden go crazy online with their digital efforts and trying to really go, uh, you know, and find new ways to do things. The problem is a lot of times they were doing things maybe the wrong way, uh, but also let's throw in the fact that it was uh, presidential election year here uh, in the United States. And so uh, there, I feel like their banning is a little bit more aggressive on those years as well. So you know, what wound up happening uh, with the client of ours is their Facebook page got unpublished. And this is a page that has 60,000 followers and they run a pretty set consistent amount of advertising through this page. And it's a, I would say a significant amount of advertising dollars through this page. And they do nothing that borderlines anything that would get them banned or unpublished. But unfortunately, uh, something popped up and, uh, you know, kind of on accident, really, it got taken down. So I would just really, really challenge people, uh, you know, going forward, just to think about those things and think about the potential, especially if you have all your eggs in one basket. Yeah, I think that kind of rolls right into the next thing, which is just 2020 kind of taught us to be flexible, right? Uh, whether it's from, you know, where you're putting your marketing efforts, the channels you're using, also just being flexible and you have to adapt on how you're getting sales and as well as where you're working from flexibility in the workplace, being able to, you know, on a drop of a dime, a lot of us had to just shift to working from home. For some of us, it wasn't a huge deal, but for others, it took a lot of adjusting and they really had to kind of get used to what that new 
you know, work, life, home balance started to look like. So I think, you know, 2020 was definitely a year of flexibility. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, that's for sure. And, and kind of picking up on the flexibility, there was this increase in buy online pickup in store or pickup like in the parking lot of the store. And I loved that. Uh, you know, I think you've seen, you saw a lot of small businesses and restaurants do that where they said, you know, just pull into a certain spot and give us a call. Let us know the you know color of your car and we'll come out and give you your stuff. A lot of times they'd like put it in your trunk or in your back seat for you so that there was no, you know, physical touch interaction. Uh, I know a lot of small businesses or restaurants have probably pulled back on that quite a bit since then, uh, just because with them opening up a little bit more, they're starting to have more people in and it's, you know, not, you know, not so focused on that. Uh, but I know Target is one of those places where, you know, they, they still have their buy online pickup in store. And honestly, it's kind of freaky how fast they get uh, stuff out. I mean, we put an order in and within like 15 minutes, it's done. I don't think I've ever gotten to, to Target and they haven't been out there waiting for me with the bag. Like it's almost a drive-by situation at this point. So, uh, you know, I think we saw a lot of that in 2020 and, and, and it, was, it was pretty good to see. It was, it was cool to see some of these small businesses come up with some creative solutions. I see that as a feature that's probably just going to continue to be integrated because I think, you know, people value time and the minutes you can get back in a day for, you know, ordering ahead and just swinging by and picking something up is huge. So um, I'd, I'd see more and more companies continuing to do that. So kind of along with continuing to what we're going to see, you know, forecasting, what is 2020 going to start to look like? That was all the things that we've kind of seen in 2020. What is 2021 going to look like? What kind of those features like pick up or uh, order online and pick up in store. What other things are we going to kind of see these businesses to really that now become entrenched in their, their businesses moving forward? Yeah. So has there ever been a year that we're looking forward to more than 2021? <laughs> <laughs> like, has there ever been maybe uh, the year 2000 when people knew that like, okay, let's just get past this whole weird, like, you know, bank system issue that was going to supposedly rise up. But uh, I think you're going to continue to see an upward trend in e-commerce for, for small business, right? I think if a small business, a restaurant, or whatever it is, they probably realized in 2020, it didn't take as much effort as they thought. And they were able to make sales and have, even if it was a small bump, but have some form of revenue coming in that they didn't have to physically watch over or be at the shop for, or be at the, you know, brick and mortar store for. So I, I do still see uh, an uptrend in that. And I think, um, you know, that's going to be key going forward. Yeah. I think as businesses sort of trend back to normal, you know, I think we have to start to look at how they're going to, you know, handle things like how many of these new revenue streams or marketing tactics or whatever it might be stay in place so that they can kind of be in a place to they're being proactive now, right? 2020 was all about being reactive to what happened. And I think it uh, highlighted a lot of things to business owners that, you know, Hey, we can do some things ongoing that will kind of always keep us ahead or allow us if, something like this happens again or whatever it might be happens, you're, you're kind of ahead of the game versus, you know, having to just react whatever's there. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's hope it's uh, a new year's resolution that actually sticks. Uh, let's, let's not make this like we're going to get a gym membership and then uh, not go ever. Uh, we hope 
you know, for the sake of any small business owners uh, that are listening to this, that you truly saw value in some of those new things that you added in 2020 and that you can continue growing on those things uh, going forward in 2021. Uh, another thing I think that's going to be popular in 2021 is continuing to interact with your customers in new ways, right? I think you saw like this massive amount of live streams on Facebook, on Instagram. I think if you, you know, were one of the people that had over a thousand followers on TikTok, you were going live there, YouTube. I mean, every platform now allows you to go live. And I really think that is going to continue being a touch point. I think that's a great touch point because it's going to help build that human touch, uh, that personal touch to your brand. And, and going forward, I think that's going to be an important thing. Absolutely. I think, you know, that kind of goes into what we mentioned reviewing in 2020 is the flexibility, right? Like all these uh, new opportunities to engage with your consumers have allowed you to be more flexible in the ways that you actually connect with them. And along with that, that goes back to the work from home. I don't think that's going anywhere, right? I think work from home is just kind of an inevitable thing that a lot of companies, like their new workforce is kind of going to almost either expect or be able to do uh, should something happen, right? Like millennials wanted it. Gen Z is going to expect it. Yeah. Uh, I think that it's going to be a, a huge thing that continues to pop up where, you know, hey, you know, something comes up in my life or I need to handle this that I can still get that done and then be right back onto a computer at home and not lose a lot of time in a work day versus, you know, adding in commutes and having to go into offices and all that again, I think. And even from the company side, I think you're going to start to see companies even downgrading, you know, what their physical footprint is because they realize that they don't have to take on the burden, uh, you know, financially of like having that space, having all that stuff. You could give your, give your employees a computer to work from home, make sure that they have a stable inter internet connection and productivity is not dropping off. So I think that's just going to be a huge trend that we can continue to see, like, I think, expand in 2021 and beyond. Yeah, my commute is 12 steps upstairs, <laughs> and here I am. So I, I certainly support that, and that's something that, you know, Pat, I know we have always really focused on from a business perspective is we wanted to be the agency that didn't have the office. Now, early on in the agency, that was difficult because people just didn't respect it, but now I feel like we've gotten to the point where, uh, not having the office is, is, you know, we technically still have it, but not going in every day or making our team go in is certainly something uh, that I'm, I'm happy to do and proud to be able to offer to people. And the, the last point of forecasting in 2021 or what we think 2021 could be for businesses and brands is going to be social good and social advocacy efforts. I think those will continue to grow uh, and become a focal point. I think to Pat's point with, the whole like work from home millennials wanted it, Gen Z will expect it. I think that's also going to be the case with social advocacy. I think you're going to see like these, these are, this is a generation with Gen Z that is either graduating high school or later um, that has just seen 2020. <laughs> Do I need to say more? They literally just witnessed 2020. And so for those that are going to be those brands out there, they're going to be doing those feel good efforts I think you're going to see so many more people want to support those now uh, in 2021 and beyond uh, than they did even before. And I know there's, there's a couple of places that have been doing stuff like this for a long time, like Tom's, 
uh, and even Warby Parker. Um, they all have been doing those things for a little bit of you know time now, but I think uh, for small businesses that really uh, kind of promote that, I think it's going to be good for them in 2021. Yeah, I think it kind of goes back to the consumers wanting to know who they're like purchasing from or interacting with from a business standpoint, right? Yeah. I think before in the past, it just, it's been so much of just like, well, I'm just going to buy this because I need it, right? Whereas now, because of the ways that we can interact with these companies and kind of see behind the scenes and all that, you're able to get a bigger picture of like, what this company is, what do they kind of stand for? What are they supporting? And like, does that kind of align with what I stand for and support? And if that's the case, I'm more likely to support them. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, so let's switch um, just a touch on the forecasting side and talk more about like, you know, what are what do you foresee our efforts being, whether it's internally with with our business or or on the client side and how we're going to continue managing clients' brands from the social media side and advertising and, and whatnot? Yeah, I think kind of going back to what I just mentioned, that, that personal <laughs> touch, right? I think we've seen in 2020, a lot of people are react and, you know, whether it's driven by TikTok or the, you know, the organic posts you're seeing from people's stories and all of that, I think consumers or users are reacting to content that is just kind of like genuine, right? That's yeah. just been created by someone that already is using a product or is already doing something that, that takes off versus the overproduced, like over edited and, and whatnot content. I think that organic, like user generated stuff is, is huge and it has resonated with people. And I think we're going to continue to see that uptick in what we're, what we're telling our clients to produce, what we're telling them to go look, look for from their, you know, user base or their, their audience of, Hey, like getting, getting that social proof, getting those reviews, getting, you know, trying to drive people, creating content, using your product or promoting whatever it is, it is huge. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And those are, those are great points. Um, I think, you know, just to, just to kind of put a bow on that part, um, in 2020, we really tested out ads, video ads that were like your vertical, clearly shot on a phone, like, it, you know, it's, it's got messy audio to it. It's nothing, it really isn't anything produced at all. And we ran those in video ads and the results that we got were three to four times better than anything else. They were way better than stuff that, that felt produced and felt like it was a production or a commercial. And I think uh, that organic touch is, is key. And, and really, I think the last point is that we'll just be, I'm, I'm going to continue pushing people down the social media marketing, advertising, and email marketing efforts, right? I think brands that currently aren't doing these things or doing them consistently, like these are key touch points where you're continuing to interact with your, your current clients, customers, or your potential clients and customers. And they're really, it'll, it'll paint a picture for them as to who you are, and what you're about and kind of your story. And, and I think that's going to be just really impactful. And I think honestly, it works for businesses, whether you're, you're small or large, I think these three efforts uh, are going to be pretty crucial in 2021. Absolutely. So we hope you guys uh, enjoyed our kind of thoughts on the review of what was 2020 and what we're seeing for 2021. 
Uh, we kind of love to hear from you uh, feedback on this episode of, you know, what are some things that you saw as you're kind of winding down your year and maybe some things that you're, you're seeing your business want to, uh, you know, integrate in 2021. Uh, be sure to like, subscribe, all of the above. And yeah, let us know what you think. And hey, good luck in 2021 <laughs> and congrats on surviving 2020, everyone. We and did we'll it. catch you on the next episode. Like this episode? Be sure to rate and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. Looking for more from us? Follow at Duo Cleveland on social media today.